And welcome to another edition of Across the County. I'm Noah. Thanks for joining me. Well, I was introduced to a tremendous individual by my good radio friend, James Cooley. I helped produce the It's Your Life radio show. And I'm talking about Roger Tinsley, a.k.a. Danger Man. He's the urban superhero. And I have to tell you, when I was introduced to this guy a couple of weeks ago, I was tremendously impressed for what he does in the community, where he's been in his life, and what he strives to bring to the youth of America. Because for me, I have a huge passion for the youth of America. I'm also a single father. So for what he does, uh, there is nothing greater in my mind than the work he is doing. And he's actually done so much. He has a nonprofit. We're going to be getting into that. But I want him to tell him a little bit about his background. I'm going to have it come from his mouth. And he's done so much, actually, over the years. He's been an actor and a comedian, a former security expert, a bodyguard, an entrepreneur, and so much more. And he used to be in Denver, now in California. So first off, Roger, welcome to the show. And second of all, what brought you to the Golden State uh, after living in Denver? How you doing, uh, TK? Great to be on your show today. It's, gr- um, it's great to have you, man. I- I've been looking forward to this for quite a while. Awesome, man. Awesome. So have I. Um, yeah, so I-, I came out here in 1996, right during the, um, the OJ trial at the end of it. And um, uh, because I wanted to leave Colorado because it was cold, (laughs) you know. It is. It's it's true. (laughs) Yeah, I've been there for 25 years, and uh, I had decided that, you know, it was time to to move on. And and I wanted to to actually be a comedian, all right, and um, started doing some local acting. You know, and, and film actors work in Colorado. They say if you want to go somewhere, be something, you have to go to L.A. That's what they get them. Nah, you need to go to L.A. Yeah, L.A.'s and, the big time. Yeah, so I said, well, no, because I had, I, I still had my businesses in. I had the security business, and uh, then I had a shoe store. I had a, sh- a woman's shoe store, okay? And, uh, uh, and so I still had those two businesses. So it wasn't like, I was a kid or something and I had a, you know, I, I had a part-time job making ice cream or something. You know, I had a bit, I had employees, I, you know, I, I just couldn't like go off and, and, and become, you know, come to LA and become a actor. Well, you know, yeah. What was I think? Yeah. There were things you had to take care of along the way, right? Yeah, that's right. But you know, the more I thought about it, you know, I said, maybe I could do it. Maybe this is my opportunity. Okay. And then I got a phone call from uh, this friend of mine who I had met in the process of moving, and he was an acting coach. And he called me up and said, hey, man, he said, in my apartment building, there's an empty apartment next door to me. Okay. And my wife and I said, you know what? Let's contact Roger. And I was like, man, I'll just just talk. Okay. I said, well, you let me know. Give me. So he put the, uh, I talked to the apartment manager. He told me about all with the apartment. And so I rented the apartment on the phone, literally on the phone. Oh, wow. All right. And the next day, sent him a check for the deposit in the first month. And uh, I came out about a week later. I bought a car and parked a car at the apartment building. All right. And I said, here I am. Okay. But then I had to make arrangements to close my businesses down or to sell them, mm. you know. 
So, uh, you know, so I, I did that. Next thing you know, <laughs> I was I was here to L.A., okay. Sometimes you just have to make the leap of faith and, you know, trust that things are going to work out. Obviously, you did that. Now, was it a bit of a culture shock, Roger, when you first came out to L.A.? Because I'm an L.A. boy myself. I was born and raised there. And so I know there must have been a huge difference from coming from Colorado to Los Angeles. No, let me tell you what the culture When I moved from Detroit to Denver, okay, that was the culture shock, okay? You know, uh, when I was 17 years old, my parents uh, took my brothers and we all we moved as a family from Detroit to Denver. Okay. Now, that was culture shock because when I came out, there, uh, you know, everybody was riding horses, okay? And, uh, you know, my mother had told me about, no, oh, we got this great opportunity for you, uh, uh, Denver, and... Uh, Man, I did not want to see Detroit, okay? Go out to Denver, Colorado, okay? You know, it was like three degrees, okay? Exactly. I mean, it was cold in Detroit. It was cold in Detroit, but don't get me wrong. It was real cold in Denver. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, but um, I had moved. I actually, I used to live in L.A. in the late 70s, and I came out to L.A. for a couple of years, but I did not like L.A. then, Okay and just couldn't get my vibe on, didn't know what I wanted to do. Sure. So uh, I ended up moving back to Denver. So, but um, I was like, huh, okay. I, I, you know, I said, now I can do this. Now I, I, I can do this because I know what I want to do. And, and uh, I, I just got it done, baby. In 1998, you had been in L.A., and there was an incident that greatly impacted you involving a four-year-old girl, and that really kind of, that was the birthplace of Danger Man, if you will, because there was something that stirred inside you that you need to, needed to take to the next level. So tell us about the, the story about this four-year-old girl and how it impacted you. Okay, so, uh, TK, what happened? Uh it was a Friday morning, and I was preparing uh, to, to go to work, and I saw this news story about a, a four-year-old girl who was on her way to her, a birth that her parents were taking her to. And um, she had this pretty blue dress she had, they had bought for her. And so then, you know, we didn't have those, um, you know, uh, direction finders and all that, and her parents were lost. And so while driving down the back alley, a bullet from a gang member's gun went through their back window and, and, you know, killed this little girl. Wow. So when I heard about it on the news that morning, I was completely taken back. Wow. Here we are in the greatest country in the land mm. and our kids are in danger. But, you know, as we see now, it's, it's an everyday occurrence now. Okay. Um, and, um, so that's what I said. I said, but I got to do something to, to, to try to make this right, to help, uh, um, you know, stop this violence and, 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 and the loss of this young child. I was going to do something to help make uh, the streets and make America better. But I just couldn't figure it out. I said, what am I going to do? So I, and um, I said, OK, um, I'm going to go and try to, you know, talk to people. And, and talk to schools, but how am I going to do that? And so then I went to go see this movie, you know, with Samuel L. Jackson called Long Kiss Goodnight. Mm. It's Gina Davis and Samuel Jackson. And he played a private detective, 
okay. And so it was right in line because, you know, I, I was doing, I was, I was also a private detective from my security business. Yep. Okay. And so, um, uh, I said, wow. And I, and I walked out of that movie cause he got shot. He got run over. He got beat up. Okay. Trying to help, uh, Gina Davis, Gina Davis's character. And so I said, man, and, and I walked out of the theater with my friend. I said, you know what? He was like a danger man. Okay. And that's how I, that's how I actually, you know, clarified the, the, the name. And I said, he's like a danger man. And so that's it. I'll become danger man. <laughs> that's great, man. I, and I had no idea that's where the name came from. It was, it hit you right on the spot like that. Right on the spot like that. Okay. And I said, and, I, and I'll go to schools and other organizations and around the country, or whatever, and talk about the danger from, uh, from this gun violence in our kids. And, and, uh, uh, you know, and, and that's, that's what kicked it off. And Roger, when you started going around to these schools, I know obviously it was a work in progress, but as it started to pick up steam, what was the initial reaction from the youth? Were, were they into this? Did they say, hey, danger man, he's a, he's a cool guy? And, you know, did they actually uh, start taking these messages in? And did you watch kind of the, the wheels start turning that, you know, they're actually receptive to this? Well, <laughs> not right off, okay? Except the younger kids, okay? You know, the younger kids, like, sure. you know, second, first, second, and third grade, the first thing they asked me is, Danger Man, can you fly? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, no, I can't fly. Okay. Um, but, uh, um, and they were just happy that I came to see them. Okay? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so they can break up, break up their day. Okay. And, uh, but uh, the parents, okay, and the teachers, they really, uh, saw the value in it and said, "Danger man, we like what you're doing." Okay, and uh, so you know that that gave me uh, a lot of an, an empowerment and hope because uh, the 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 color that my first costume was, I didn't really like it, so I was kind of like, you know, kind of spectacle with going some places in it. I was like, ah. I don't know about this suit, okay? Oh, you were telling me, yeah, because it, it was very multicolored compared to the, the blue one that we're all used to and love right now. Oh, my God, TJ. Yes, and it had a big red cape, okay? Huge red cape, all right? And which was kind of cool. That's the only thing I liked about it was the cape. Yeah. I could walk, the cape would blow, okay? But the other things, and, and one of the main things is it had, it was two suits. I had one suit I had on that had all the muscles in it. Then they put, I put another suit on top of that that had the cape and the gloves and the boots and all that, okay? And uh, so the problem came in is that I had, they had zippers on them, and the zippers ran up along the back, mm -hmm. all right? Which meant that when I, every time I had to change, I needed somebody in there to, to, to unzip me, okay? Then I said, oh, this is weird, okay? <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and hilarious at the same time. Sure. You know? uh, the one time the zipper got broke, okay, and I couldn't get the suit off or couldn't get it off, you know. So, uh, you know, when so finally, when we decided to, uh, I uh, reinvented Danger Man, and during nine eleven, right after nine eleven, mm. I reinvented and went to my costume designer, and we designed the new the blue suit that we have now, okay. And uh, so, yeah, that, that that suit ordeal was really something 
uh, comical. Yeah, I bet. So Danger Man works with these communities, these inner city communities that are in need of just somebody to bring light and these issues to the forefront, like literacy and health and safety, gun violence and bullying. How do you work exactly with the communities when it comes to these issues? Okay, so um, so my, my elevator speech is that Danger Man promotes literacy, safety, and good health for the children in urban and underserved communities. And we empower children to live their best life, their best life through education. So what we found out is that children that read, okay, and enjoy reading and enjoy schoolwork are less likely to get involved with gangs and guns and drugs, okay? Um, because what they, what they want when, when, they, when they start reading and they have books at home, because we found out a lot of kids don't have books at home, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, they become, they love literacy, okay? And they love the idea of books, okay? And therefore, they don't have time to, to be running up and down the street uh, and talking about fighting and all that, okay? It's just a whole different lifestyle. Sure. Okay? So what we do is we get requests, we go to schools, we have a tour that we do called Danger Man's Books, Not Bullets. And uh, it's, it's an uh, event that I created a couple of years ago where uh, when, when we go to these uh, communities across the country, uh, we empower the kids to, to, uh, uh, to read and make better choices when it comes to like guns and gangs and, and, uh, uh, and, and violence you know, ward that off. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, I want to read, I want to be somebody. Okay. I want to, um, uh, I want a future. Okay. And so, um, so we go into, we, we get requests to come up just recently. We were in Detroit, Toledo and Chicago. Okay. On our tour. And, uh, here shortly as, as things are clearing up, our next tour is going to be down South. We're going to, it's going to be, uh, our southern draw, where we go to Atlanta, uh, North Carolina, Mississippi, Alabama, and Atlanta. Okay, and uh, it's really fun because we get to go in and uh, go to these these schools and get the kids all fired up. All right, and uh, have them because uh, also part of this program is kids when they read they read books and they they uh, they give us a report. And if they, they can talk about uh, the story and how they, you know, how it impacted them, then they get a prize, okay? Um, out of the Danger Man chest, we got a Danger Man toy chest, okay? And uh, they get to pick something out of there. And, you know, it's not bribing them, but it's just rewarding them for them to, uh, you know, taking the time to sure. read in the report yeah. Well, that's great that you're not just doing this in the Southern California area where you reside, but you do it across the nation. I think that's just an amazing thing, Roger. Tell us about the Danger Man Education Foundation, which is a 501c3. What are the type of things that you do with this nonprofit? Because I think nonprofits have a great place in our culture, and they really are the way to give back. And the fact that you have one is, I think, an additional leg of the danger man persona that can reach a lot of people. Right. Well, TK, so uh, and I tell people that's the horse that brought us into town, okay? 
is the foundation because uh, um, the foundation allows us, uh, you know, to accept, you know, grants and, and uh, uh, donations and, and, you know, and, and, and as a charity to help us to, to do this work, to do the kind of work that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of the uh, events, uh, people, uh, um, you know, they, 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 they send us, um, you know, send us a plane ticket or say, hey, can you come out? Can you can you can you do this? We have another event that we do called Danger Man Superheroes Against Gun Violence. Okay. Okay. That's a, 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 a company that I created a couple of years ago, and uh, because gun violence is so prevalent in our country, we really want to make our our impact in in trying to reduce uh, the number of of people that are that are killed, unfortunately, every day in America. All right, and. Uh, then so we have these events that come up under the foundations and uh, then we have a safety program that we created on the foundation where we work with parents about safety at home, for, like safety at home and safety at, uh, on the way to school for their kids. Oh, that's because great. This is something that they can do that's, you know, that they can be interactive with and they can make it a family ordeal. I think that's awesome. Yeah, right. Because, you know, like, for instance, when kids are at home, they need to know uh, where, like, what's up under the sink. If there's some hazardous uh, uh, cleaning solutions or or if there's, um, uh, like, gas on the stove, don't light, don't play with matches, okay, uh, about crossing the street, okay, uh, kid, you know, look both ways. And, and then you need to hook both ways again, because unfortunately, a lot of uh, young people or period people get run over by people in cars. Okay? Yeah. And so there's a lot of safety issues that, that kids that really need. Don't open the door. Your parents are at home. Don't open the door. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, um, can, are, can people come alongside the foundation? Do you work with volunteers that help you do what you yeah. do? Yes, yes. We 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 were always looking for for volunteers who who have a um, uh, a desire for change and and who love kids and who love to make to help keep our kids and our community safe. So yes, we're always seeking uh, uh, volunteers. We have some volunteers. You don't have to come to the office. You can work work uh, vir- virtually. Okay. Okay. And uh, on some of the events. Okay. Well, that's awesome, too, because I know, you know, if, you, if people might want to actually be physically active and go to some of these events. But like you said, they can work virtually as well. So there's a lot of different ways that you can help out and become a part of this and work with the foundation if it's a fit for you. Tell us about the three pillars. I love these that Danger Man lives by. Protect, promote and provide. Yeah, protect, promote, and provide. See, that's the three P's. We, we we came up with that, and that, that that's a program that where where people can uh, um, really think down on, on the issues that we're about, and um, because uh, we Danger Man provide a level of safety to the community. Because really, about what 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 our brand is about, it's a symbol, okay, and uh, a symbol of justice. Okay. Danger man brand is a brand that you can depend on. Okay. That you can know that it's going to have your back, you know, when, when the going gets tough. Okay. The danger man brand is there. You can call us for advice. If we can't help you, then we'll find somebody that can help you. Okay. And, uh, so yeah, that's, uh, 
that's a, a, a little something, something that, uh, that we, we added into our work. That's awesome. Noah here on Across the County wrapping up a tremendous interview with Roger Tinsley, the urban superhero Danger Man. You can check him out at thedangerman.com. Now, I know Stan Lee has been an inspiration to you personally, and he's actually done the same for me. Tell us about why that is. Okay, so <clears throat> I got a call one day from Stan's office, okay? And uh, Stan wants you to be on his show. Okay. And, um, uh, I said, what? And so, um, I'm, you know, he, he was doing this show and I was chosen as one of the, uh, one of his superheroes to be on the show. And, uh, we did eight episodes of it. It's on YouTube and, uh, it was just amazing. Okay. And I tell people he's my mentor, uh, to, to be able to, to spend time with him and to feel, uh, his issues and, 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 and how he created some of these superheroes like Spider-Man, you know, it was just, it was absolutely amazing. That's gotta be like a dream come true. And also to have him recognize the brand that you have and what you're using it for, for the youth in America. I mean, that had to just feel like a very healthy sense of pride, Roger. I was just wiped off my feet because then that propelled me into creating uh, the action series that we created. Okay? That's, that's right, um, yeah. Yeah, Danger Man Returns, yeah. So. so tell us a little bit about that. Maybe now people are kind of curious, they're like, ooh, there's something I can actually go watch now. Yeah, there is. So just give us a little snippet of that. Okay, so uh, so we created, uh, we have one, one, two films now, okay? The first film we created six years ago is called uh, Danger Man, uh, Girls Aren't for Sale. It's about human trafficking. It's a short film where Danger Man goes after some human traffickers and brings them to justice. That was six years ago. Now, a time now has gone past, and now our next film is called Danger Man Returns. Superman Returns, Batman Returns. How come Danger Man can't return? So Danger Man Returns, and we're doing a web series, okay? It's an original series an action series i get to really get down and, and take down the bad guys okay and use my bat okay i don't use a gun like a lot of these other guys i use a bat it's called danger man justice and i take uh take down the bad guys uh with my bat and uh, bring them to justice now is this going to be like an ongoing web series yes it's going to be an ongoing web series because what we really want to do is be able to to, you know, pitch it to Netflix or, or Hulu or something to, you know, to get it on as a regular series. But until we can do that, we're, we're producing, I'm, I'm producing it as a, as an independent series because the danger man superhero brand, I know you don't know this is the only black owned and operated superhero brand in the world. In the world, seriously, the only one? Wow, that actually, one, I did not know that, and two, I would hope that there would be more. So this is actually a very cool thing, and I ha actually, Roger, hope this inspires a bunch of people out there to do similar projects, because we need more of this in the world. Yes, yes, because all the other superheroes are owned by big networks, like Warner Brothers or Disney it's or true. Marvel. It's true, it's okay, true. Or something. But my Danger Man is the only black-owned superhero brand, 
Okay. And uh, it's exciting. I mean, that's, that's a, you know, that's, that's uh, 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 leaving a mark right there. Okay. Well, I have to and, tell you, I, I mean, I'm as again, a, a purveyor of, you know, propping up the youth, uh, being a single father, I'm, I'm tremendously proud of what you have done, not just for the community here in California, but across our nation. And hopefully it touches lives around the world. You're an inspiration to me personally. And so it's actually a real treat to be able to get this message out in any way that we can. So from the bottom of my heart, Roger, seriously and sincerely, thank you. Yeah, and I'm also the only superhero that's a recording artist, okay? <laughs> yeah, you recorded your own theme song. How cool is that? Most people have, you know, the, the, the superheroes have people do it for them, but not you. Yeah, 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 yeah. But and, Roger, and I, I, again, I sincerely thank you. So with a couple okay. of minutes left, uh, what would you like to say to our listening audience to inspire them, to maybe also educate them and uh, put the youth first? Because I think in the day and age that we live, we all need to make sure as adults that that's something that we're prioritizing. Yeah, so I really want everybody to know that that. All, all young people are our young people. We are our brother's keeper, and we need to watch out for our children um, because there's a lot of, you know, parents who, who can't bear. You, if you see a kid, you see something happening to them, step up, okay, and, and do something, all right, because our children really are the future. I, you hear people say that, but they really are the future. It's not say, okay, and we really need to to make sure our kids are treated with respect and dignity because these are God's children and uh, we got to take care of them. Amen to that, my friend. Well, this definitely won't be the last time I have you on. Actually, as you do your tour uh, across the South, I'd love to have you back on and talk about some of the experiences that were going on with your tour because I think that would be beneficial to the audience. Yeah, thank you, TK. Yeah, it, it will because it's. I'm, I'm just. In, uh, I just praise God every day that I can get out and say a good word to to make it happen. Noah here on across the county. I want you to check him out on his website, which is thedangerman.com, or on YouTube, Urban Superhero. A pleasure as always talking to Roger Tinsley, aka Danger Man. Or is it a.k.a. Roger Tinsley? One thing I do know is there's more coming up. Stay tuned.